Welcome to the Jesus 360 Podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the ones whose works are great and marvelous. And so we are in Revelation chapter 15, verse 3, which reads, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the Saints. And so, Brother Daniel, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we are in the midst of a song here. Mm -hmm. There are several songs that are sung Mm -hmm. in the early components of Revelation, especially chapter 4, chapter 5. But here we haven't had a song for a while. Mm. What do you think is, uh, I mean, John, in this vision, he's been, he's seen lots of things happen over the last 10 or so chapters on the earth, and now he's going back up, the, the vision is taking him back to heaven, and he sees this response in heaven to the Lord, even though there's all the judgments happening on the earth. What are your thoughts about that? Well, the song here I firmly believe is because that the creatures and the redeemed are marveling at the works of the Lord. It's just like on the on the earth, when we see the mighty works of God, we compose songs that sing about His greatness. It's called high praise, you know. And so I believe that uh, the Lord is very uh, clear in emphasizing how great the work of the Lord is here, and He allowed that expression to flow forth out of a song. So. Um, let me just take us back to John chapter 14 and John chapter 17. In John chapter 17, Jesus said, Father, glorify me as your son, as your son will glorify you. And he says that I have finished the works that you have given me to do. That is the opening section of Jesus John 17 prayer, where he talks about the glory of God is summed up in the great works of God that was given to Jesus during Jesus' great coming, first coming. And now we are describing Jesus' second coming, and it's a work of equal greatness. In fact, it completes the glory of the works of the first coming on the cross of Calvary. It's like what is completed on the cross of Calvary is now fully manifested, fully uh, uh, redeemed, fully uh, cash in in that sense you know even though it was completely purchased completely secure but now it it manifests itself in a public way unrestrained in fullness out in the world and Jesus uh, in his conversation with his closest and most intimate disciple again emphasized the importance of his great works in John chapter 14 when Jesus announced about his departure and talks about the fact that um, you know um, some people they cannot receive what I'm about to say about myself but if they can just get to know me through my works that is a good starting point. Jesus talked about that in John chapter 14, verse 1, all the way to John chapter 14, verse 10. And in verse 12, he said, For those who believe in me, not only the works that I do, they will do, but greater works than this will they do. So, so Revelation 15, 3 is about the creature and the redeemed struck by the fascination of the greatness and the marvelous deeds of God's in the midst of His great judgment and justice. Imagine the seals and the trumpets. Just 
unfolding itself and right before the bowl is poured out. And the bowl is horrific and its effect on the wicked because it's speedy justice. And, and, and the scripture said the context that what you have seen in the seal and the trumpet and what you are about to see in the bowls are great and marvelous work. And Jesus is the one doing it as the greater Moses. And Brother Daniel, I just want to add to your point there that we see this phrase, great and marvelous, that we're reading in verse 3, also in verse 1, where John says, Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, and it was the seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God was complete. So this attribute of Jesus doing the great works his, uh, the, the exclamation here in song is setting the context for the bowls that is to be poured out so that we read the intent and the purpose of the bowl in the right way. Mm-hmm. And we do not see it as something that is horrifying or horrific, but we see that as the marvelous works of God, the great works of God. However, uh, we have to say that the participation of the saints in, in, in the context of the seven bowls is very important because the, the saints uh, uh, were, were the one instrumental filling up the bowls of intercession and the bowls that was in the hand of the living creatures was given to the seven angels. It was originally uh, full of the incense and the prayers of the saints and, and because of our cry for speedy justice, God respond in speedy justice based on Luke 18. And also that we are coming with Jesus on the white horse. Ten thousands of saints coming with Jesus on the white horse. So there is a participation of the great works of God by the saints when Jesus himself is leading in his great and marvelous work. So that connects to John 14, 12, when Jesus said, those who believe in me, not only the works I do, they will do, but greater works than what I did in my first coming will you do. What are those greater works? Some people believe is the book of Acts. Some people believe is the New Testament church. Some people believe it's the victorious church in the last day. I think it's just like a birth pang where it just gets increased glorious even to the point when the greater Moses Jesus comes and lead on the white horse we are with him doing that great and marvelous works and I think this is uh, just another instance where we see that heaven's response to the judgment of the Lord is worship and so that even us on earth we need to take our cue from heaven that when we are experiencing the judgments or beholding the judgments, whether far away across on the other side of the world or very presently even touching our own flesh, mm. our response should be to sing of the songs and ask the Lord to show us His greatness mm. that we might truly marvel with heaven at Him fulfilling the judgments. Yes, well said. So if Jesus is the one who is... Uh doing that great works and that marvelous work, who are we? We're actually the one who believe in Him, who will do greater works than this with Him as described by Jesus in John chapter 4, verse 12. And because we are destined to do greater works than this by believing in Him, therefore we can pray. Father, we thank You that You are the one who do great and mighty works, O Jesus. And we believe that, Lord, even as we abide in you, 
you will work in and through us to manifest your great and marvelous works. And collectively, together as your bride, as your body, we will do greater works than this. Lord, as you prophesy in John chapter 12, 14, verse 12. And we look forward to the day, Lord, even in that, after the sound of the seventh trumpet, before the pouring out of the first bowl, that we will join you in the air, in our resurrected body, on the white horse with your angels, in, as you come in power and glory to lead the saints to eradicate wickedness on the earth. We pray until that day that, Lord, that you will help us be consecrated to you, Lord, to love well every day of our life. Jesus, we pray for our audience today that, Lord, that you will give us the revelation of the great works of God that can only be accomplished through believing in Jesus and by the walk of faith, by receiving your abundant grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us with this Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy.